0: Keep it real with Jared Lawrence. welcome to keeping it real with jared lawrence i'm your host jared lawrence that was cry in the car by eves y'all know i've been a fan of him i've been a big proponent of his music and i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna hold y'all i bought the whole album it's really good like He doesn't just make music about being gay. I know everybody thinks like because of the song I played last time that all his music is like that. And it's like a lot of like love songs and just stuff about like life and heartbreak and stuff. But it's not like he's not talking about a dude. He's not saying a guy like so. I feel like you can listen to it and you can think about whoever you want to think about when you're listening to it. Like it's the same way we used to listen to Luther Vandross. And you know what? We thought about women when we were listening to Luther, but who knows if Luther was thinking about women when he was singing. So I don't think you have to necessarily listen to somebody because of like their um, gender, their orientation, whatever. It's more about what the music makes you feel. So for me, I think about women, love, and all that. And when I hear these songs, it brings back emotions and memories and stuff of things I've experienced in my life, so... I don't think you have to necessarily be LGBTQIA to um, enjoy his music. And I would encourage everybody to take a listen. Like, I bought the album. It's called Bops from a Beautiful Brokenhearted Black Boy. And it's really good. Like, I'm going to play another song on the way out. But he's a really talented dude. Gives he just He makes good music. And you know what? Good music seems like it's hard to come by these days. And it gives me like that like old school Bobby Brown, like maybe new edition feel, old school R&B feel, just good sound to it. But the reason I chose that song is because I could relate to it, just the feeling down and stuff. And I think lately I have been like a little down. I was supposed to record this episode on the weekend, this past weekend. And I just, I don't know, man, I wasn't really in the mood to record. And even this episode right here, I plan to keep this short. It's going to be like 30 minutes. I just want to get my feet wet talk about some life stuff, probably not doing no topics on this episode, but I wanted to just, you know, give y'all something. And then maybe I'll come back Friday with an actual episode topics and stuff. So if you want topics, I would just say, come back to the next episode. But if you want to hear about my life, just keep listening. <laughs> so yeah, like Saturday, I just was not in the mood to pot. And I like, I went into the day thinking I was going to do an episode and then like, I ended up getting like an argument with somebody on Facebook, very petty, but it just ruined like my whole mood for the day. And I was just like, man, I'm not doing shit today. And that's the beauty of being like your own boss. Even though I don't make money from this, but just having like my own studio, my own freedom, my own control, I'm able to say, you know what? I don't feel like podcasting today and I don't have to do it. Whereas there are certain people who feel like they have to pod every day and they feel like Like, I guess the pressure is on them, the content creators and all these people who put out stuff daily and two times a week or every week or whatever. A lot of people feel that stress, that pressure, and I never wanted to be that person. So for me, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it and I don't feel bad about it. Now, I do want to have like consistency in what I do, but I also understand that sometimes you just got to take that break for yourself. And I've been, like, all over the place the last few weeks, man. Like, we had, what, three episodes we did between the Cousins, the Damien, and then the one with Domain and Mike. All of them were two and a half hours each. Then I went to Georgia a couple weeks ago, a couple weekends ago, which we'll recap that trip in a minute. Did that, came back from that, and I don't know. I've just been trying to catch my my breath, get back into the swing of things, and Going to Tallahassee this weekend for Father's Day to see my dad taking my brother with me. I got my birthday is coming up next. No, not next. Two, like two more weeks, I believe. My birthday is coming up. Then I'm going to Vegas in July. So it's just a lot of running around, a lot of moving. And sometimes you got to take some time to yourself, sit down, relax, clear your mind. And I, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like, social media, I am I told you when Damien was here, I'm addicted. I have to find a better way to, like, balance everything because I, I think it's a problem still. I'm spending too much time on social media. Combine that with a work-from-home job. And it's just, I feel like I'm very lazy right now, and I'm not happy with where I'm at, like, mentally. So I need to get into a place where I'm more productive because I'm just not, I don't know, man. I don't have, I don't have a lot of, um, not energy, but it's like a a lot of, I guess, would it be desire is the right word? I don't know what to call it, but I do think being in the house all day does contribute to that. So I'm trying to get out more, get more exercise. Um, Probably need to get off my phone more. Will definitely need to get off my phone more. But just getting out the house, whether it's like in the morning going to get coffee somewhere, going for a walk. Like I'll probably go for a walk after I record this episode. But I just have to get myself um, more stimulated. <laughs> no pause. It's Pride Month. We're not pausing anything. But I gotta, you know, I just gotta get the brain moving, the the mind going, and not really getting this this lazy state that I feel like I've been in lately so that's gonna be I guess my goal going forward do I need another social media break I don't know maybe like a week every now and then maybe a week a month take that off I'm just trying to figure out what works what doesn't work for me what's the best way to go about all this and if anybody has any good ideas let me know because I'm always willing to listen to new ideas Now, some of y'all, and I'm going to get to this in a minute, too. Some people are just getting on my damn nerves. And it's not because they're giving ideas. It's just the way they're acting. But I'll get to that in a minute. But if anybody has any ideas of what I can do to better manage my time, things you guys do to keep yourselves going. If you work from home, like let me know how you go about your day. Because i I really got to get on a better schedule. I think that's the biggest problem for me right now. I'm in the house, like, pretty much all day. I'm not getting out enough. I mean, the Georgia trip was pretty dope because I was out the whole weekend and I didn't even think about a lot of like social media and all that. And then I feel like as soon as I got back home from that trip, I was back to the bad habits. So I'm trying to be more consistent in my actions and what I do. And yeah, I got to do that. I got to just, I have to get better at that. The podcast is one thing that I like because it helps me have a routine, it helps me stay focused. But even though I didn't record last weekend, cause like I said, I just wasn't in the mood to even record. And that's probably because of all the traveling and stuff and just being a little worn out, a little tired. So I took the weekend of myself, sat around, did nothing. Probably not the best thing to do. I did go out and play basketball on Sunday though. I did do that. So it's the baby steps. And I don't go to Orlando as much anymore either because one, gas prices are ridiculous. And it's just... The drive out there, like, I don't have a lot of reason to go to Orlando as much anymore just because everybody's busy with their own lives. People have families, and the people that I can hang out with, like, I just don't want to do the stuff they're doing all the time, like, going to the bars all the time. Like, I can do it every now and then, but the every weekend going to a bar, probably not my thing anymore. Maybe during football season. Nah, probably not even that, because I still like to watch some games at home. But every now and then, I'll go out when it's football season, but... I'm just losing that like desire for the nightlife. And I think that's just with growth and getting older and just, you know, I've done it all. So it doesn't interest me like that anymore. And then I think, let me, yeah, let's just get into this. <laughs> Cause I got into an argument with somebody on Facebook and it was very petty. And like I said, it ruined like my whole day, my whole mood for the day, because it just put me in an angry mood and I was just pissed off the rest of the day. But like, I don't mind advice. I don't mind joking from people. I joke, if you know me, like, I joke a lot. I'm always laughing, having fun. When Jarvez was on here, we went back and forth. And I don't mind that stuff because I like to have fun. I like to make people laugh, and I like to laugh. But I think there is a difference between, like, joking with somebody and, like, when you're really trying to embarrass somebody consistently. And the, the, the situation I had on Saturday is, like, I had posted um, – I posted a picture. Actually, yeah, I posted a picture the day before. And then somebody in the comments is like making fun of me for having a fake leather fanny pack on, which I I didn't even really respond much to it. I was just like, whatever, you can't stop my wave. I paid it really no mind because it didn't bother me. If anybody knows me, I don't buy real stuff like I don't I don't care about a lot of material big name fashion designer stuff like maybe puma's the highest i go really but with a fanny pack i don't care if it's leather pleather faux leather whatever like my my couches aren't even real leather so you think i care if a fanny pack is real leather so like i I went to freaking international drive to buy that damn fanny pack you know i bought like three for 15 dollars or something something like that years ago I'm the type that if it looks good, I'm going to buy it. I don't care if it's real or not or what the name of the designer is. But somebody, you know, trying to get a little cheap joke off on Facebook, says something about it. I didn't pay much mind. It's whatever. So then the next day I post because um, the Rolling Stones had their article about the top 200 hip-hop albums of all time, which I'll get into that on another episode. It was a trash list, but I said, Two people in life I can't trust. People who put their toilet paper roll under, and people who say Stanconia is Outcast's best album. And I mean, I thought it was a funny joke. Stanconia, you know, if anybody's a big outcast fan, you know Stanconia has no reason being anywhere near the top outcast album. It's probably number four or five on their best albums, but that's a debate for another day. So I I put that up and then. The same person who had the joke about my, um, the joke about my, fa- my fanny pack comes in and doesn't even say nothing about like, what I'm saying. He's like, I can't trust somebody who wears Puma and has a fake fanny pack or fake leather fanny pack. And I'm just like, really? Like here, <laughs> we're doing this again. I did, I kind of ignored the comment. I didn't even respond to it because I'm like, it's not worth my time. So I go to bed, wake up on Saturday and I see one of my friends who is notorious for like joking on me all the time. And this is where I kind of got upset because I feel like this person is always trying to embarrass me. Like, I feel like it's a joke when it's something that is embarrassing. So they always want to get a little cheap shot in. That's how it feels for me. I don't know if they, they probably are going to say they don't feel that way, but that's how it feels for me. We've had many issues and instances over the years But needless to say, they they respond under the person with the comment about the fanny pack, and they put like an LMAO, laughing at that person's jokes. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, here we go. Yeah, y'all trying to double team now? You want to take another shot? I mean, so that kind of set me off. And then I think what really set me off is the people, like three people, put the reaction um, that they were laughing to the joke, or yeah, to his original joke, and then she had the LMAO. So I was, like, already a little um, annoyed by it. So I respond in a typical Jared Lawrence fashion, and I said, I don't know why y'all are laughing when my credit score is 800. Light flex, light flex. Like, I, that was a, just a little jab. I didn't even, you know, and I'm not the type that normally wants to brag about money. I try to help people and get people on the right track and just, you know, I talk to people about saving and all that. But I don't want to be the one that's bragging about my credit score. But once you start talking about like what I'm buying, that annoys the hell out of me, especially when it's coming from people who I know are not good with their money. Because it's like you're getting on me for doing the right thing when you don't do the right thing. So threw that little jab in there. And then this person responds like, oh, why'd you say that? Like we didn't do your credit score. So then I'm just like at this point, I'm 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 going all in. So I'm like, yeah, it does have something to do with my credit score because I don't I don't buy stupid stuff like that, and that's the reason why I have a good credit score is because, you know, I'm not spending money beyond my means. Like, I just started going off, like, firing shots, blah, blah, blah. like. And then one of my other friends was like, oh, that's a little harsh, isn't it? And then this person was like, ouch. And I'm just like, no, like, you guys are, if you're going to talk about how I spend my money, I should be able to talk about, how you spend yours. That's all I'm saying because I don't really come out like that and tell people, or I don't make fun of them. I might say, Hey, I think you should do this or that, but I'm not trying to embarrass you. You know what I'm saying? I don't come out like that trying to embarrass people. But when I think you're trying to embarrass me, I get a little defensive and I'm going to clap back. And that's what I did. And the whole back and forth just kind of ruined my whole mood for the day. And it just made me realize too, like, man, I'm outgrowing some people. I'm outgrowing the way people think. I'm, I'm mentally, I'm just in a different place on what I want to do and what I'm trying to do. And I feel like being around certain people and their energy is just bringing me down. It takes me out of my element. Um, I'm not growing as a person. And I just started thinking about all that. And I'm like, you know what? It's probably time to move on from certain friendships. It's We're not the same as what we used to be. And that's OK, because everybody's not supposed to be in your life forever. Now I can be cordial. I'm cordial with everybody. There's a lot of people I don't fuck with. But if I see you out in public, I'm going to be cordial because that's how I am. Like, I don't want any drama. I don't want any beef. I'm just a very nice, peaceful person, and I don't want no problems. So I can always be cordial. But the, I think the days of, like, the besties and being good friends with certain people, I have to let that go. I understand certain people are just we're going in different directions in our lives, and I'm not mad at what anybody chooses to do but I also have to continue on my path and not follow what they're doing and get too caught up in what they're doing. And I have a few friends like this who I've, you know, have been very loyal to over the years and I try to help and I try to do things, words of wisdom and all this encouragement, but it's like I've done all I can do. And if I'm not, it's not doing anything. It's not helping. I kind of got to take a step back and just let them live out their life, how they want to live it. And, Like I always say, I fuck with you from a distance and that's what it is. So it just gave me some perspective on all that. And I was listening to TD Jakes last night. And of course, he's talking about the same type of stuff that I was dealing with this weekend about how you're changing and, you know, it's okay to change and grow and all that. And I was just like, yep, this is affirmation. This is what I need to hear. So. I'm just, you know, I'm in a different place right now. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm more into like investing in stocks and stuff. I just see the world differently. And I feel like I'm a little bit more mature now with my money, my spending and how I see things, how I view things. So I just move differently. And you can blame the pandemic for all this because once the pandemic happened, it kind of made me realize that I wasn't as comfortable as I thought I was. And it just made me tighten up and get more involved in my day-to-day my finances and everything. And it's been a blessing and a curse, you know? Great job, good pay and all that. But like I said, I'm inside, I'm working from home, so it's just different things you have to deal with now, like getting out more, making sure your mental's good and all that. But it's also getting certain people out of your circle and maybe tightening the circle and just growing and moving on from certain things. But it is what it is. But my whole thing is like, I just, I have an issue when people make fun of me, I guess. And it's not because they're just trying to joke, but I feel like the intent is like, you're really trying to embarrass me. You're really trying to make me look bad. And I feel like when that happens, that's the issue I'm having with certain people now, because I don't do that. I'm never trying to hurt anybody intentionally. And if I do, if somebody tells me that I said something that hurts, I usually will apologize. Now I didn't apologize for the credit score remark or the not being good with your money remark, because I felt like, That needed to be said. It needed to be said because I feel like all the people in the comments that probably were going to have something slick to say or just reading the comments. I ain't going to say nothing. They need to see that because I'm tired of people who are not good with money telling people who are good with money what to do with their money. Like if I've gotten to this point by being the way I am and saving and all this, I don't need you telling me like, oh, you need to go spend your money this way or that Or why are you rocking something that's fake? Like, there are sacrifices that you have to make to get to this point in your life. And I think that's what people don't understand. And I wanted to say this last week, too, when Mike and Jarvez and Domain were here, and we were talking about dating. And this is one of the reasons I'm not really in a rush to even date right now, because I'm just more particular about who I even interact with. And I'm going to get back on the dating app soon, but it's going to be very... Like, I'm gonna take my time. I'm not swiping right on everybody anymore. Like, if you're not cool with coffee in a conversation, we're probably not making it past the first step.
1: If you want Texas Day
0: Brazil on the first date, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'm just on a new level right now. And it's like, I have to find somebody who fits and aligns with my way of thinking. And it's okay if other people don't. Like, I was talking to my homegirl. I don't even going to say her name, but I was talking to her a couple weeks ago. She's like, oh, you need, you should just go to a barbershop and pay to get a, a real haircut. I'm like, I've been cutting my hair since high school. And she's like, well, you need to get it professionally done. I'm like, why do I need to spend money on that? First of all, my hairline is what it is at this point. Like, there's not much that can be done with this hairline. I do the best I can edging it, but there's not a lot that can be done. So, you know what? I work with what I got, but I just don't see a need to go spend $30 on a haircut from a barber. That's not going to do much else to the hairline that I can do. And it's just those things like, oh, because you're going to get it done by something. Like, I don't care about that stuff anymore. I can make myself look decent when I need to, but... That's not something I think I need to spend money on. Just like I don't think I need to go on a date that costs $100 on a first date when I don't even know you. And there's a lot of women out there that want that. And that just, that just lets me know that those are not the type of women I need to go after. And I'm okay with that. There are women out there for me. There are women out there who believe in coffee and conversation. So I'm just more focused on like narrowing it down to the right people when I start dating again. Cause there's a lot of women and I'm not, look, I don't mean to brag, but I won best personality in eighth grade. Like there's, I feel like there's a lot of women I can vibe with just off personality alone, but that doesn't mean they're right for me. So I'm just out here, you know, trying to see who's right for me and out here exploring and all that. And when I get back on the dating apps, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to be Very careful with everything, but I'm not stressing trying to get a certain person anymore. Whereas before I was like, yo, she looks good. I'm going to do what I got to do to go out with her or get her, even though I know it's not the right match. Or I I see the girl's profile and she don't even sound like a good idea for me. And I still swipe right. Like those days are over. I'm going to really be smart about how I approach everything going forward. Just moving a little bit more strategically. Like I think that's how we all need to move, honestly. And this is where I like fuck with the woke people because the woke people, they feel like nobody understands them and they're on their own. And that's kind of how I feel with with the way I'm doing things. It's like I feel like a lot of people don't really understand my way of thinking. And it's okay because it's not for everybody, but it's for me. Now, let me get back to what I was going to talk about. The Georgia trip. Let's just recap that real quick, because I said I'm trying to keep this at like 30 minutes. It's going to be a quick episode. So a couple weeks ago, we went to Georgia For my Aunt Shirley's retirement. Give it up to her. Congratulations. Aunt Shirley, you finally made it. I think she said she worked like 40-something years. Like, it's it's wild, man. But I'm happy she got to retire. I ended up going to Georgia a day early. Because I figured we were meeting in Warner Robins on a Saturday. So I said, man, that's like an hour and a half from Atlanta. Let me just go hit the A real quick. Kick it with some people. See some people, because I'm probably not driving to Atlanta again anytime soon. Atlanta is just not a it's not a fun drive. But I went there on Friday. Supposed to get there at like 7. Didn't end up getting to Atlanta like 9.30. Traffic was really bad. Shout out to Teresa, uh, my bestie. <laughs> she let me stay on her couch at her apartment with her and her husband. Not on the couch together, but on their couch, and they were in the bedroom. So I stayed with them, and then we went out to get wings Friday night with her and her friend Cherub. Finally got to meet her, heard good things about her. Really cool person, um, vibed instantly. And that's what it's about nowadays when I meet people. It's like, what's the vibe? I can tell a lot about somebody from the vibe. You can be a jokester and all that, and maybe you make fun of me or whatever, but I can tell your, your vibe is good, your soul is pure. So I can always tell what your intentions are with that type of stuff, as opposed to like somebody whose energy is a little different. So I enjoyed that. And then I um, slept overnight, woke up in the morning, hung out a little bit with Teresa and Cherub, and then her other friend, um, Nicole, came over. And shout to Cherub, too, because Cherub brought me some coffee in the morning that I really needed. <laughs> and, I mean, she's um, Teresa's next-door neighbor, so it was, like, very, very convenient, I guess that's the word. It was very convenient. So she came over with the coffee. I appreciated that. And then I uh, took a selfie with them, dipped out, Went to see my friend Michelle. Shout out to her. At 10 Pal Fitness on Instagram. T-E-N-P-O-W Fitness. That is her Instagram page. I believe she's on TikTok too. Probably the same name. But check her out. Really good page if you want like some exercise um, advice. If you want exercise advice or showing you how to do the workouts. Really good page to follow for that. And then after that. Well, no. I hung out with their her with michelle for a little bit and her husband jamel had another cup of coffee this was a this was an interesting day i ended up having three cups of coffee but talked to them for a few hours or a couple hours i mean and then i dipped out to see my other friend keisha these are all people from orlando except Teresa. i met her on a cruise with dominique but michelle's from orlando and keisha's from orlando so i ended up going to keisha's house hung out there for a few hours she showed me around the house beautiful house beautiful deck i gotta make it back there for her um I believe it's her 40 if she said she's going to do it big. So got to make it back there for that. But had a great time there. Keisha made me a cup of coffee too. Put some hot chocolate in that thing. You already know how we do. Had a couple beers. Just vibed out. And it was just great catching up with friends I haven't seen in a while, man. And when I'm near somebody, I'm always going to reach out and try to see you. So was thankful for my time I got to spend in Atlanta. Then I headed down to Warner Robins, got caught in some more Atlanta traffic, and then finally made it out to where my family was. And we stayed at um, some type of Hilton Hotel. I forgot what it was. We stayed for a couple nights out there. And real quick, funny story. Um, I ended up going to Fazoli's the first night to eat. They went to Outback or Longhorn, one Then the second day, we were supposed to go on a tour of a slave plantation called Jarrell Plantation or some some shit like that. Named after my cousin Jarrell. <laughs> Just kidding. But when we got there, we actually found out it was called Jarrell Plantation, not Jarrell. So... We get to this plantation, and we're thinking we're going to get, like, this little historical trip, and we're going to learn a lot. Tell me why at this damn plantation. I should have known better. It's Georgia. All they talked about was the owners and how great the owners were, and it was all about the owners. It had nothing to do with the slaves. It was about the family and their plantation, and we were like, "Uh, yeah, we're good on this. So we ended up not even going on the actual tour that you pay for, and we dipped out of there, drove through downtown Macon, saw that a little bit. Ended up going to Bucky's, then took it back to the hotel and just chilled out there. Then we ended up going to dinner at a place called Props Seafood and Steak. It was a really dope restaurant. Um now we went with the whole family, and shout out to my Aunt Shirley. She took care of everybody, but they the menu there, oh my god, I had I had fried lobster tail with waffles. <laughs> And I tell you, this meal was top five, dead or alive. This was the best, one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Shout out to props for the lobster and waffles. I didn't think it could go together like that. I didn't even think it was a good combination. But I think because it was fried, man, that thing was hitting, bro. And they had the maple syrup. It wasn't none of that Mrs. Buttersworth bullshit. Like, it was so good. That's one of those meals that, you know when you have, like, a really good meal sometimes and you don't want to ever eat it again because you don't want to ruin that first impression you had, that first taste you had? I think that's how it is with the lobster and waffles. I think I don't think I ever eat that again because I don't ever want to ruin this feeling I had of this meal being incredible. Like, maybe in a few more years or something, if I see it again, I might try it, But I, I think I'm good off of just one try. But it was just dope seeing the family and hanging out with everybody and, you know, just gathering around and, Seen everybody, and um, after that, we all left on Monday, came back home, I took off Friday and Monday, drove solo, it was a nice trip, listened to a lot of podcasts, got to refresh my mind, stopped to play basketball in Norman Beach on the way home, and uh, played this kid, we were playing like 21, me and these two other kids, and then they convinced me, one of the kids dropped out, and then other kid convinced me, hey, you want to play up to seven? I'm just like, all right, whatever, no, my knee don't need to be doing this, and we ended up playing... I was missing so many shots and he was a big dude. So like, he was like overpowering me down low, no pause pride month, but <laughs> he was scoring and he was um hitting threes and stuff. And then I think he got tired because he started, he started missing a lot of shots and I hit a, a few threes and I ended up beating him just because I guess my legs were a little bit better towards the end. So it was nice to get a little win out there in Norman beach. And then I drove home, stopped to get a, Jeremiah's Italian ice and the Bethune grill, of course, got the wings, the honey buffalo, and then came home at like nine o'clock. So I was worn out, as you can see. So I was already like, yo, I'm not doing a podcast this week, which I'm talking about last week. So I didn't do one. And I thought the weekend I would do it. But as I told you, I woke up, didn't feel like doing it. And that was pretty much my last uh, couple weeks or last big weekend. And then, like I said, this weekend, I just chilled at home. I did go shoot around the basketball court. My knee was a little sore, swollen. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to doctor tomorrow to get it looked at. I think I might need it drained. Who knows? But I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a little bit of, I guess, life talk and just let you know, you know, we all go through it where we're just not in the mood to pod, but I'm so thankful for all the content creators out there, the people who I always say it, but I'm just thankful for the people who out there every week are putting out material and content because it's hard it's hard to be motivated to do this all the time and i'm the type that if i don't feel like doing it i'm just not doing it i'm not obligated to do it like i don't i don't run out of studio i'm not i don't have sponsors i don't have anybody who expects me maybe the fans or whatever or the people who listen i don't even want to call y'all fans the listeners but i don't have the pressure that some of these content creators have i have a, i have a real job that i go to or i sit at home from and i have a source of income so i do this for fun and it doesn't you know, I don't have that same stress like, oh, my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. But I did want to get out here today and just throw something out there. And I'm going to try to come back Friday and give like actual topics because I have a lot of stuff written down. A couple things I still need to read up on a little bit more. But I want to talk about the um, the Uvalde school shooting. I was not able to really talk about that with Domain and Mike because Mike, I know Mike would have took that another place. So I, I wanted to do that on my own. And the more I've waited I've gotten a lot more information on that, so I think I'll be able to give it from a, a few different angles when I talk about it. And there's a lot of other stuff. The Chris Lees, what they're going through, still need to read up on that one. But yeah, look look forward to some topics the next time I'm on here. But this one was just more about me uh, ranting, I guess. <laughs> Not really a late night's thoughts because it's 6.50 p.m., And I also need to go for a walk. I'm going to try to get a little walk in. And I'm going to throw this up tonight. Hopefully light editing on this episode. I am going to end it with some more Eves. I'm telling y'all, this dude's music is really good. Please give him a listen. This song I'm going to play is called Melanin 5000. So this is just about like blackness. You know, melanin is your skin tone. So if you're proud to be black, I think you'll enjoy this. Once again, like I said, his album is called... Bops from a beautiful, broken-hearted black boy. Make sure you give it a listen. It came out in 2020. Super dope, though. Super dope. Shout out to him, man. Super talented guy. I already know why he doesn't get the the props he deserves, but I just think his music is really good, and and I'm going to support it on the show because I like it. And like I said, it's not all about, like, gay like you're not you shouldn't listen you shouldn't hear his music and think like gay like you should think about like damn man i remember when i was hitting that girl last week or you know your last sexual experience with a woman like you know whatever you did sexually that's what you should think of you shouldn't be thinking of whoever he's singing to i mean frank ocean sings the guys i still like his music like i said luther vandross does the same thing but we know how it is in this world people are still not understanding of other people's sexualities people's identities and what they um Agree with and see themselves as uh, Hopefully we can just be more open to other people And their lives You don't have to always You don't have to do what they're doing But you can you can still like certain things You know, you can like the music Without having to say uh, Well, I guess I guess you do say you have You do say you support LGBT Some of y'all know don't support it at all And I'm not here to try to make anybody support What you don't want to support so, I don't know. You probably won't even like the music if you don't support the LGBTQ community. But, you know, it's Pride Month, and I wanted to show a little love to them during Pride Month. We just had the six-year anniversary of the Pulse shooting um, last this past Sunday, so two days ago. They always need our support, our love, and I'm always going to be an ally and champion them. And a side note, man, like I was telling my cousin this, yo, gay people are the coolest people to hang out with like i don't know if you guys have ever hung out with anybody that's gay but they are really nice friendly cool like just always good vibes whenever i've been around a gay person like they're super cool so there's no reason for me to hate them and hate what they do we're gonna end this with eves this is called melanin 5000 keeping it real with jared lawrence we'll be back hopefully friday
2: Plain and I'm ready to sing The music is loud and the laughs are bright Frozen neon, we glowing in the light When the loving is free and we don't say goodbye We're kiki in the kitchen and we don't say goodnight Some pants are loose, some pants are tight Some of us are queer and that's more than alright yeah dollar mind got million dollar moves in i 100- Taste the juice, you can't appreciate the culture and appropriate the food. Take me to your planet because I want to taste the juice, you can't appreciate the culture and appropriate the food. Take me to your planet because I want to taste the juice, you can't appreciate the culture and appropriate the food. Feel